I was taking my morning cold shower and I was doing what I often do, which is sort of yell cold shower through the process. It just makes me feel a little better doing it and just more like a tiger in there. My husband popped in and was like, that's not cold. And I was like, what? He's like, look at the knob. It's not all the way down. You're taking a lukewarm shower. I was like, first, get the F out of my shower. And then, of course, I looked and I turned it to the coldest possible, which it was already really cold, but I didn't realize it wasn't at the coldest. And then I was like, huh, maybe I'm not making myself super uncomfortable and pushing through things when things are hard and making myself tougher and challenging myself enough like I thought I was. Then the next day, I got up early, got on the treadmill like I do, and I was picking which Peloton class I wanted to take. And there was a class that popped up that looked fun with music I like and an instructor I like, but it was a 60-minute class, and I only do 20-minute classes. I do it usually first before as a warm-up, before I do my other workout. And I was like, well, that sucks. And then I thought, wait, why can't I take an hour-long class? Well, I'll tell you the story that plays in my head. My left knee and my left ankle give me trouble when I run and I don't want to risk injury. And I have a possible broken rib from when I fell, fell down the stairs two months ago, which are valid reasons, but I realized they're excuses. I was giving myself excuses to not push myself and get uncomfortable and feel the pain, not from my knee or ankle, but feel the pain that you do when you push yourself. So in that moment, I decided I was going to work on getting tougher thickening my own skin and not putting self-imposed limits on myself. And let me tell you, this is not a physical challenge as much as it is mental conditioning, conditioning for life. I want to be tough when faced with huge life challenges that none of us have been faced with before, staying home and worrying about this coronavirus pandemic. Or when I get a call that someone I love is sick or has been hurt or whatever happens in life that I need to deal with and show up strong, I want to not crumble or freeze, but have the mental strength to push through and be awesome. If this coronavirus scare has you broken down right now, I really think you will love this episode. It's the tough love talk that you need, listen, that we all need sometimes to show up and find strength through your fears and insecurities and weaknesses. That's what we're talking about today. And that's why I've decided to run 50 miles in 10 days. And I challenge you to pick something that does this same thing for you. And the second part to this whole thing is I realized lately that I would set goals and plans, but in the last few years, I've gotten sort of soft. I would let myself out of finishing projects or accomplishing goals because it was hard in some way. I gave myself excuses. So setting this goal of running 50 miles in 10 days straight was to also prove to myself that when I set a hard goal, I will fight like hell to make it happen. Lots to talk about today. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. 
welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are talking about how to deal with the coronavirus or any other hardship or struggle in life with mental strength. And that's what this whole running challenge is for me. So let me explain this whole running thing. So I exercise every day, six or seven days a week, every single day. I do it first thing in the morning and I love it, but I'm not a runner per se. I run and I do all sorts of different athletic things, but I'm not a runner. I run for 20 minutes. If I run outside, I'll run for longer, but I just don't consider myself a runner. And I really realized lately that I was giving myself excuses. Like, yes, I have a finicky knee and ankle and I have to be careful about those because I don't want to injure them and, you know, have something serious happen or be out of exercise for a while. So I kind of baby them a little bit. So that's valid. But I realized beyond that, I was giving myself excuses because running for longer than 20 minutes on the treadmill is uncomfortable and sometimes somewhat painful for me. So I was avoiding it. So I really realized that I was putting self-limitations on my own self and my mind controls these limitations. Like when I saw that hour class pop up on the screen and the soundtrack looked good and I wanted to do it, I instantly was like, oh, no, can't. That's not for me. And then I realized how many other things in life am I passing off like that's not my thing when why couldn't it be? That was a self-limitation and I wanted to break through it. So I think if you want to make a change, doing something physical is the best way to start. You know, because when you change how you're moving physically and how you move your body, it's a physical change. And for me, that leads to mental change. So if you want to make a similar change, I suggest you do a challenge. And I'm so excited. I'm three days in to this 10 days of running 50 miles a day. And maybe that doesn't sound like a lot to people because I know people who run, you know, lots. They could run 10 miles in a day. For me, this is a big goal and something that is challenging for myself and I'm excited to accomplish. 10 days, so it's just five miles a day. I say just, but I mean, sometimes it can take me a long time. Five miles a day for 10 days straight for a total of 50 miles. It's gonna be a challenge and it's gonna be tough. And every day, right now my body's sore and I need to take care of my body. I need to stretch. I need to you know, take warm baths and cold showers and all the different things to help my body recruit regroup and and re-strengthen and be ready to run the next day. And I love that it's like an everyday thing for 10 days because it's not like a challenge that I can kind of do and file away. It's like, no, I got to show up every day with the physical and the mental strength to accomplish it and to prove to myself that I'm going to do it. I also love running for this challenge because that's how I see myself in this journey, in this journey of life. I'm running alone you know? So I'm running on my treadmill. I'm running alone. I'm not worried about what other people are doing or who's next to me. Listen, there's no, there's no one next to me. I am running. Of course, I'm running on the class, but I, I even like watching the classes where it's just the instructor and you, like there's no distractions. There's no one else because this is a solo show. Your life, my life, like I'm just trying to show up and do the best I can and accomplish my goals and be tough mentally and physically. So I love running because 
it's a solo journey, not worried about anyone else. No one's running next to me. This isn't a race. This is a solo race. And that's how, that's how I look at my journey in work and in life. And in this running challenge, I see it the same way. So I think many people would be like, why, you know, if you have a funky knee and a funky ankle, why do this to yourself? Like, what's even the point? And listen, I get it. You know, I totally understand. And I think that other things I'm going to get into in this episode, people might have opinions about and disagree, and you're totally allowed to, and I get it. But for me, I just want to be tough and I want to have thick skin when life is tough. And I just don't want to be weak and crumble and freeze. You know, this coronavirus thing has hit more of us in harder ways and more real ways so far, depending on where you live. Like I know New York City is getting the worst of it right now and it's so present for them. And so it can be so paralyzing and I'm in no way lessening that at all. I mean, that is so valid and so justified, 100%. But what I'm saying is, The work that we do on ourselves on the daily and the conversation that we have in our own heads, the most important conversation we have every day, all day, is what gets us ready for what life throws our way, right? So we can wake up every day with a good good frame of mind so we're ready to tackle whatever happens, good or bad, easy or hard we're ready and we're showing up because every day we're not just accepting the mediocre and we're not just allowing ourselves to run that comfortable 20 minutes. Like I could run 20 minutes and have a full conversation with you and not take a sip of water. It's easy for me. And that's why I was only doing 20 minutes. I didn't want to get uncomfortable, but that's what this whole exercise is, is forcing myself to actually get uncomfortable. This is like part two to my episode that I did on how to be awesome at getting uncomfortable, which was mostly about getting uncomfortable in life by taking a freezing cold shower in the morning. Like that's how I get uncomfortable every day. It's my everyday practice. I want to feel uncomfortable and I want to feel the pain, not like physical pain, obviously where you're bloody, but like I want to feel uncomfortable and I want to feel the pain because I really think we can't be extraordinary by staying in what's comfortable. We can't. Like I'm never going to become an amazing runner by only doing those 20 minutes. I'm staying in what's comfortable. I'm never going to be extraordinary at it. So I had to stop shying away from the pain and sometimes suffering, but tell myself and condition my mind that I'm going to push through it instead. I'm not going to be afraid of it and avoid it. I'm going to face it head on and work through it. So you know that point in, now I keep using physical either exercise or physical movement just because I think it's a good way to condition yourself, but also it's just a good way to explain it and kind of a good analogy. So you know that when you get to like 40% pain, like at 40% say you feel the pain. So that's the point where your mind is like, get out, run, This this is getting uncomfortable, this sucks pull the cord, we are out of here. Your mind controls everything. This is when you have to gain back control of your mind and that's when you push harder and show yourself that you can do more. Like I like I said at the beginning, part two of this whole thing is me setting a goal and proving to myself that I can do more. So I like to get to the point to where my mind is saying stop And I tell myself, okay, 
this is where we're starting. Like this is the beginning. We look for areas of comfort and I'm just trying to challenge myself to push past that and use that as my starting point, not the ending point. Okay, so let's go back to the fitness analogy. It's like doing lunges. You know how you want to stop at that point when the lunges start getting uncomfortable? Like it's like, all right, I'm burning. Like I feel my calf tensing up. That's okay. I feel like I'm done. I feel like I've I've hit my max lunges because my body feels it. I feel the pain. It's time to be done with it. But I've really started to shift my mindset. I think that's when your workout actually starts, not when it should stop, right? All the work that you've done up until that 40% is just like maintenance. That is what's somewhat comfortable or somewhat easy for you. It's that 41% and beyond that's like, that's when the change happens, the change in your muscles, the change in how your body feels and how your body looks. Because the point of pain or uncomfortableness is the point at which you change. And it's the same thing mentally. We stop when things get tough or things get uncomfortable. But I really think that's when you have to tell yourself, okay, I feel it. I feel the pain. And this is this. And you have to see like a starting line of a marathon. All right, this is where I start. This is not where I end. And I'm telling you, it's helped me in fitness because, you know, when I start to feel if I'm doing lunges or squats or something else, they start to feel it. I'm like, cool, good, awesome. I hit the point, I'm feeling it, that means I'm changing, but I just think that's, you're still maintaining at that point. You're not making real change because you're not getting uncomfortable and pushing through the uncomfortable. And I'm telling you, a part of the reason why I really wanted to record this podcast right now, because a lot of times when I'm working through things, I want to wait and record it once I've worked through it all. But I wanted to, while I'm so fired up and I see this so clearly, I wanted to document it and I wanted to share it with everybody and and hopefully it brings you some value and and the great value that it's brought me. And I want to be able to play this play this back because I know this is a journey. We're we're stronger sometimes and we're weaker sometimes. And I need a pep talk to toughen up a lot of the time. So that's why we're doing this and that's why we're here today. And you know, like I said, the second part of this is I want to set goals and not let myself out of those goals. We all have ebbs and flows in life. And and for me, I realized that, especially in business, maybe in the last two years or so, I've set goals, and then I've let myself out of them, which is crazy because it's something I never did in business. I really try to be a tiger, and I try to be work hard and be laser focused and be organized and have my list and work through problems and figure it out. If I don't know it, I go to the school of Google and I learn it and I master it. I become expert at it. Then I move on to something else. But I've realized I kind of, in small ways, stopped believing in myself because I conditioned myself that way. So I would set a goal and I researched it. I set a good goal. Like you have to make sure your goal is something that you really want you're willing to do and you know it's worth it right so set a really strong goal i would do that and then i re- and then for whatever reason i would let myself out of it i would give myself excuses like i don't have enough time like i'm balancing i mean now staying at home and homeschooling three kids and taking care of the three kids mostly on my own 
and working, yes, those are all valid reasons, but I was actually turning them into excuses when if if I really if I really was determined to, you know, come hell or high water, make it happen, I would have. And I was letting myself out of that stuff. And I didn't even realize that I was setting goals. And then, you know what happens? You kind of stop believing in yourself in a way. Like, you know, I realize now I could set a goal. And in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, but are you really gonna? Are you really gonna see it all the way through the finish line? So I was like, all right, enough of that. We got to cut that out. I want to set goals and not let myself out of them. So this 50 mile run in 10 days is part of that. It's about showing myself, okay, I thought about it. I thought about, I'm not trying to do 50 miles in three days because that doesn't make sense. I would physically hurt my body and that's not what we're trying to do here. So I made a realistic goal, but something that would be uncomfortable and painful that I would have to work through. I set the goal, I made a poster, I put it up right by my treadmill and every day I write down the day and the miles so that... I'm holding myself accountable. I will finish that goal no matter what it takes. And then I'm retraining my brain that yes, once I set a goal, you better believe I'm going to accomplish that goal. At the end of the day, nobody knows how hard you work or all the things you do. Nobody knows but you. I just think it comes down to how you feel about yourself when you're alone in a room, when you're having that own conversation in your own head How do you feel about yourself? That's what's the most important to me. And that's what I think should be the most important to you. So having a healthy headspace is so important to me. And knowing that if I set a goal, I'm not going to let myself down is a big, big part of that. So getting back to tough times and what we're all dealing with right now with the coronavirus and how this mental strength and conditioning all plays into it, I always think things could be worse. Listen, in the here and now, I hate homeschool. I love being home with my kids, but they have a ton of work, a ton of work being sent home. I feel like every day we literally have like a month's worth of homework that they each have to do. And the baby's only two, but he still has Zoom calls and he has homework that they want him to do. And, you know, he has speech classes that we're doing virtually. He saw his stuff and I want to keep up his mental stimulation. So we're doing books and flashcards and all those things, right? So I love having my kids home, but the struggle of homeschool and the amount of homework, I hate to be honest with you. I love cooking and I love keeping the house, but right now I hate cooking and cleaning all day long. I feel like I'm barely getting any of my work done. I feel like a lot of days I feel like I'm not even my own person because I am taking care of everybody else and the house. I have this big list of stuff I want to do with my kids and I've done like one of them in the three weeks that we've been home on quarantine. Like that's all the stuff and all the stuff that I could complain about. And in the here and now, that's how I feel on the daily. But here's the thing in the big picture, if I wake up in this coronavirus world and nobody that I love has the virus or is on a ventilator with the virus, it is a great effing day. I'm telling you, I just have clear perspective. And I think like this, I, this was me pre-coronavirus. I think if everybody, even when I'm like, God, that was such a ugh, day. I'm like, listen, we are healthy. We are happy. That's the priority. And that's what matters. And I know that might sound a little bit like rah, rah, cheesy, but I'm telling you, it's very raw and it's very real for me. 
is in this, I just keep that as the, as that perspective. If everyone I know is healthy and able to maintain that health, the daily frustrations are nothing. We will get through this. We will get to the next phase. And I think that if we do it with mental strength, yes, it is definitely one step backwards, but I think we can really make it two steps forward and use this time as a mental reset to look at ourselves and how we are dealing with it and how what we're doing great and what we could be doing better. And being honest with yourself. That's one thing I really had to show up and just be honest with myself and stop making excuses and stop feeling sorry for myself and just accept what I suck at. Accept what I accept what I suck at and use it as my drive. You know what I mean? Like just being honest with myself and say, all right, cool. I'm looking in the mirror and this is what I'm good at, but look, this is what I suck at and not use it to make excuses. Like I was with running, like I'm an okay runner, not a great runner, but I was using the facts around that to make excuses rather than use that as my actual drive. And I was holding myself back. Like my body physically wasn't holding myself back. I'm capable of doing more, but I had to accept it and let it all go and realize I was holding myself back. And in other examples of life, when I've wanted to lose weight or when I've wanted to become better in some way, I just had to look at myself in the mirror and stop being soft. Like I'm not being insensitive in any way, but I had to stop being soft. You know, like after I had babies, you have to give yourself time to recover and heal and listen to your doctor and all that stuff. But after one of after one of the babies, when I was getting back into it and not even about weight, but just about feeling good, I had to just look at myself and not be soft about it and not give myself excuses. Say, okay, listen, it's been enough time. You, you've been fit before. You can be fit again. Let's do this and, and stop being soft like in the way that I just had to tell myself, cool, you, not your fat, but like, cool, you have, to, you have weight on your body that you don't need, that you can't get rid of. Whatever, it's fine. Stop having an issue about it and stop having a hang up about it. Uh, I love myself no matter what. You're still worthy. You're still 100%. Like, that's all good. But I just had to, like, be honest with myself and, like, say the words. Like, you have an extra 10 pounds. You need to lose it. Let's go. You can do this. Stop, you know, making this an issue in your head and creating all the reasons of why you can't tackle that next step. And I know some people are are dealing with bigger issues. I'm just using kind of simple examples off the top of my head to just kind of give you real world examples of how I've done it in my own life. And I realized that I was holding myself back. Like my doctor said I was fully clear to exercise again, no problem. Um, but I was telling myself, well, you know, it hasn't been that long. It's been, you know, about a year since I had the baby. So I could give myself a little bit more time. But all these things were me allowing myself to stay average. And I don't say that meaning anybody else, just myself, just kind of being mediocre for myself. That wasn't the best I could do for my own health, my own body and my own strength. And as you know, I always talk about fitness and 
and weight and all that stuff more in how it makes you feel and to live a long time more than looks and vanity, but the whole thing, like whatever is important to you in that. But my whole thing is, is if it's something like this, not even physical, but just mental, physical, whatever issue you're holding on to, look in the mirror, say it out loud, what you suck at or what you, you know, whatever, whatever it is, be able to say it in the mirror and then let it go and not let it hold you back. I took those insecurities and I found a drive in it. You know, I just dug deep into it and I used the energy of the insecurities and the weakness just to overcome it. I literally created drive out of fear and doubt and excuses and insecurities. I took all of that and I made that the driving force, the force that made me be honest with myself and, you know, say the harsh words and get over it and make a plan to move on. I just don't want to get rusty. Like I said, I don't like the words average or mediocre because it kind of sounds like you're comparing yourself to other people. So maybe the word I like is rusty, right? I don't want to get rusty. And I think that if we allow ourselves to be comfortable every day, we just get rusty. And that's why I think we need to be challenging ourselves in different ways all the time. And I just want to know that I tried my best, you know, like that you just woke up every day and you showed up, you showed up and you tried your best and you're challenging yourself in big ways and in small ways. And it doesn't always have to be like setting a challenge, but just in general, being conscious and aware that when things get uncomfortable and your body or your mind throws you that big red stop sign, you throw that stop sign right down and you push through what's uncomfortable or what's scary and you deal with it. You don't pull the covers over your head and hide because listen, (laughs) you get out from the covers and the coronavirus is still here. I mean, unless you go under the covers for months, it's still there. We still have to deal with it. So I just believe in waking up every day trying your best and being like, listen, not going to be great every day. I'm not going to be perfect every day, but I woke up with that mental energy to show up every day. I just think life is one big mind game. And once you can control your mind game, you can really deal with so many things you didn't think you can deal with. And you can have thicker skin and you can be tougher And you can be your own support system. You can be more confident in yourself and support other people around you at a next level way. Now, I know we talked about a lot in this episode, and I know people are going to have very different opinions about this episode and have judgments and opinions. And listen, I just want to say I'm still super compassionate and empathetic and loving, and sweet, and kind, and all that stuff. I'm not talking about getting hard in the way that you're not those things. I'm just talking about pushing ourselves and just getting a little bit tougher, you know? Just getting a little bit thicker skin. I want to toughen myself up so when I get that hard call that someone I know is hurt or if they're going through something hard, or if I get hurt, I am working on conditioning myself so I can have thicker skin, not in a harsh way or any less loving way, just in a way that, listen, 
I'm strong and I got this and I can handle it. I just don't want to crumble other, under pressure and I want to know that I can you know, respond better and react better and tackle whatever it is I need to tackle better when I'm mentally strong. And when I'm doing those mental exercises every day to condition my mind to become mentally tough. And that's what this whole thing is about. That's what this whole episode is about and a conversation that I hope we really continue. I think we should all be working every day on our mental conditioning, not just accepting what's average or what's comfortable or what we've always done, but to challenge ourselves and to push through the pain and control that most important conversation that we have, the one in our own heads about ourselves. I know personally that I am capable of so much more than I'm making myself right do right now. And that's the most exciting thing. That's the most exciting part about this. I'm telling you, life is a, life is a head game and the conversation that you have in your head is the most important thing. You know why? Because you wake up with it, you walk around with it, you go to bed with it, you act on it. So good or bad, that's what this whole thing is about. So together, my friends, let's deal with the coronavirus or whatever else you're facing right now with strength and mental toughness because it will make us all better and we will come out stronger and more awesome. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.